What's good, y'all? What's good, Real Talk Squad? This is Miles, and you're listening to Real Talk with Miles Johnson, where you know I always keep it real. Let's get right into it, man. Y'all know what's going on. We all, we, I predicted this. The Eagles were going to beat the breaks off of the Giants. This isn't a surprise. This isn't something that we did not see coming. But if you're a true Eagles fan, you were not worried. Now, before I start, be sure to like, comment, subscribe. Helps my channel grow. And if you're an Eagles fan, comment down below. Fly, Eagles, fly. This is our day, and I can't wait for our boys to either face the 49ers or the Cowboys. I really want to face the Cowboys because when we beat them full strength, it will be no question Who's that top dog? And again, the 49ers, too. I got some friends from SF. Shout out Ben. Shout out Izzy. Shout out Chucky. I mean, look, I love y'all, but I'm going to still root for my team. We're still going to beat y'all, you know, if we end up playing y'all. And I'm going to give reasons as to why we, we would beat either the Cowboys or the 49ers later on in the week. But for this episode, we are talking about the Eagles win over the Giants. My boys, my boys. Now, first off, right, the reason why the Eagles won this game was because of their run game. And this showed us again just how dynamic this Eagles team is. There can be games, when I've said all season long, that the Eagles can pass for over 300 yards 250 yards, 200 yards, whatever. At the same time that next week, they can rush for 300 yards. It's happened multiple times last season, and we're seeing it put on display during playoff time. Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, that one, two, three punch. Because you talk about a one, two punch, right? Nah, this Eagles running attack, it is a one, two, three punch. You have a guy in Miles Sanders who ran for 75 yards at halftime, right? And then in the second half, Gainwell rushed for nine times for 90 yards in the second half, right? So you have a two guys, you got the giant killer in Boston Scott, who has 19 career rushing touchdowns. Guess what? 11 of them are against the New York Giants, right? So you have that one, two, three punch of Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Kenneth Gainwell. Boston Scott and Kenneth Gainwell both had a touchdown. Kenneth Gainwell, a guy who was, what, a sixth-round, fifth-round draft pick, ends up getting 100 yards in a playoff game? I mean, you can't say enough about how well this Eagles offense is playing, how well the defense is playing, which we will talk about a little bit later. But... This rushing attack, now look, against the Giants, they have rushed this season because you talk about, oh, there was, that, there, was, there was that speculation, right, of you can't beat a team three times straight, okay? The Eagles rushed for 656 yards and eight touchdowns in their three wins over the Giants, right? And in each different game, whether it was in week 14 against the Giants Miles Sanders had the most rushing yards. Or whether it was Boston Scott two weeks ago in week 18 and now Gainwell on 
Saturday night yesterday in the divisional round. So it just goes to show you that it, we aren't just relying on one guy to take us there. And this is just on the rushing attack. I, I, did, I didn't even did – I, did I mention Devontae Smith? Did I mention A.J. Brown? Look, you want to know what's so special about this Eagles team? They can blow out the Giants by 30-plus points, and their best wide receiver caught the ball for only 22 yards that game. Your best wide receiver, A.J. Brown, only received for 22 yards, and you still beat the team by 30-plus points. That goes to show you how lethal, how dynamic this Eagles offense is. And Jalen Hurts makes this team so dynamic. That's how you saw when Garner Minshew was in the starting lineup. This was a completely different team. And I've said this before and I will say it again. Jalen Hurts is a top five quarterback in this league. He is a star. He is, he would have been the MVP of this league if he did not get injured because he was the favorite going into week 15. All of that being said, Hurts just makes the difference. And you know, what did, um, what did my man, I got to pull it up on my phone because what did my man Nick Sirianni say, you know, about Jalen Hurts? Nick Sirianni said, Jalen Hurts is like having Michael Jordan out there after they won against the Giants. Yes, Jalen Hurts' impact is just like Michael Jordan's impact on the Bulls. Because you see here, when Hurts is in the lineup, the Eagles are a completely different team. Yes, they are talented. But Hurts, an MVP candidate, a top five quarterback in the league, makes the difference. And they will make every excuse in the book to try to discredit Jalen Hurts. And he will continue to prove those doubters wrong and continue to play well each and every week. He has that Michael Jordan aura to him that when he is on the field, when he is on the court like Michael Jordan was, you had the belief that you were going to win. When Hurts is when Hurts is in the lineup, the offense believes they will win. The defense on the other side of the ball believes they will win. Want to know one thing else too? Hurts does not turn over the ball. That is why against the Cowboys we gave up so much points is because Garner Minshew turned over the ball four times. And that was the difference in how the defense let up so many points. But if you have a quarterback that can not only pass, but can run for the ball. And on top of it all, he doesn't turn over the ball. You're in for a recipe for success. So you, so you talk about Hurts' stats. Bro was on a mission, right? He had 16 for 24, completion versus attempts, two touchdowns, a rushing TD, 84 quarterback rating. I mean, he was flat out magnificent. We, we did not need him to, you know, run to throw the ball 40 times. We did not need him to throw the ball 30 times. If our recipe for success 
is running the ball one game, why would we, why would Jalen Hurts try to throw the ball more, try to to, to prove it to y'all that he's an elite thrower of the football when he already has shown time and time again that he is on his way to become an elite thrower of the football. You talk about that throw to Devontae Smith on that, you know, second touchdown drive. I mean, look, he again and again, or what about that catch to Devontae Smith for the first drive of the game? I mean, he's shown flashes throughout the game, even when the emphasis was on running the ball, that he still showed that he's an elite thrower of the football, or he at the very least is on his way. So I will say it again. I feel like I've been beating the dead horse all season long. Jalen Hurts is that guy. And it's crazy that I have to continue to advocate for an MVP candidate being the reason why a team who is the number one seed in the NFC is so good. The Giants were the same team that y'all were saying, oh, Daniel Jones is playing the best he's ever played. Brian Dable could be the coach of the year. They flat out beat the Minnesota Vikings and then went ahead and lost by 30-plus to the Eagles. So I hope this game wakes people up and makes them believe in the Philadelphia Eagles that they can compete with anybody. And again, I've said it before, if Hurts is 90% healthy or better, the Eagles will at the very least go to the Super Bowl and I believe will win the Super Bowl. Another reason, the defense. Seven points allowed yesterday. Seven points. So again, that happens. That, that comes with taking care of the football. That comes with our secondary, with Darius Slay, who I've gotten on, you know, last season or, you know, this season and the regular season. He commented on my videos, so, you know, he named, I, I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get that interview, y'all. I'm trying to get that interview. But nonetheless, Darius Slay, James Bradbury Johnson, C.J. Garner Johnson, these boys came to play. Daniel Jones had nobody to throw to. And so when we talk about future teams that we might play against in the NFC or in the Super Bowl, look, it's going to have to come down to a guy like C.D. Lamb or a guy like Debo Samuel or a guy like George Kittle or Brandon Ayuk, those guys to really have monster games in terms of separating from the secondary, the Eagles secondary, I might add. Because these other guys, if you cannot separate from the Eagles secondary, you will get in, you will, you will be in for a long day as a quarterback because this front four of Hassan Reddick, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Jordan Day. I mean, I can go on and on. They don't need too much time to get to the quarterback. So when you have a secondary that is so good that they're covering each and every receiver and not giving them an inch of space, and then you also have the defensive line that you have four players with 10-plus with, with double-digit sacks this season, you're not going to lose. You're not going to lose. So I want you, if you haven't already, jump on the Eagles bandwagon. Just please do it because we are headed to success. To success. So I can't wait to see 
how these games play out, but do I expect a rookie quarterback in Brock Purdy to pick apart this Eagles defense? No. Do I expect Dak Prescott, a guy who has been a model of inconsistency and has been a model of turning the ball over to beat this Eagles defense? No. Now, do I expect a guy in Jalen Hurts to rise to the occasion like he has done time and time again this season? Yes. So everything is pointing to the Eagles getting out of the NFC. So if you're an Eagles fan, let me know what you think down below. How do you how do you like this win, this dominant win over the New York Giants? And if you're not a Philadelphia Eagles fan, let me know how you think the Eagles will do unbiased. Look, I am an Eagles fan, but this is not biased, bro. It's off straight facts. If they were a freaking fifth seed or a sixth seed, and I'm saying that they're going to win the Super Bowl or that fact that, that, that they're going to, you know, get to the Super Bowl, I could see, okay, he's being biased. They're the number one seed. They won 14 games. Of course, I believe that they are the favorite to win the Super Bowl. They were the best team all year. And the one game they lost with Jalen Hurts, it happened because Quez Watkins fumbled the ball after Jalen Hurts put them in position to score. So again, Hurts is that guy. He's that MVP if he was not injured. And give credit to Nick Sirianni and Jonathan Gannon for a tremendous game that they played. Woo! I'm ready. Fly goes fly. Like, comment, subscribe. Do all that jazz. And with that being said, y'all, I'm out.